no better way to get better at football than playing football. So, like, you know. Taylor's going to finish it! I've always been confident in my abilities. I think, you know, I'm a guy that can go out there and I always believe in myself that I'm going to get open and, and make the play if they throw me the ball. The third. Ryan, end zone shot for Pierce. He caught it! Oh, what a Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Colts cast, part of the Pigskin Podcast Network. We are here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. My name is Eric Smith, co-host of the Colts cast. Alongside me, as always, I have co-host Jamal Lawrence here. Yo, yo, yo. Good to be back, everyone. I know y'all hate hearing Jamal's takes, so I'm back. (laughs) I'm ready to give it to y'all. Please be sure to follow us on social media. Our Twitter Twitter handle is at the Colts cast. Instagram is at Colts cast. We're up on YouTube as well. Go ahead and search the Colts cast up on there. We'll be the first ones to pop up. All right. So for this episode, we're going to be switching it up a little. You know, we've talked about the head coaching search, you know, the right quarterback to draft, Chris Ballard, end of season recap, things like that. So let's change gears. Let's talk about Matt Ryan. Let's talk about Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Y'all remember him. The other number two. Everyone's favorite Colts quarterbacks of the last two years. Jamal, I'm going to start. I'm going to just start by, by, by asking this one simple question. Who was better for the Colts? Who performed better, you know, Matt Ryan or Carson Wentz? Man, right off the bat. All right. Uh, let me let me get let's get rolling then. Uh, Carson Wentz. No question about it. Go ahead and say Carson Wentz. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty simple to me and for more reasons than one. Um, just taking it straight from the top. When I think about the battle of the number two, who wore it better? It, it, that's it's a it's bad because it was a sloppy, sloppy thing for both of them. I, I really do think so. Carson Wentz, he came in with the, with kind of a tarnished past. So I kind of want to give a quick little history lesson on him. We remember, of course, he's with the Eagles. He's with Frank Wright. He's with uh, Dougie P. When they won the Super Bowl, he was injured that year. Nick Foles, yada yada yada. We all know the little Cinderella story. But what a lot of people forget about that, besides the fact that Wentz was injured that season, Wentz was devoured all year long by that Eagles terrible 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 offensive line he was on pace to be the most sacked like i man i wish i remember how many it was but he he got he got torn alive while he was with the eagles because their o-line was always letting him get hit um and and Wentz wanted that that kind of to me that has to put fear in your eyes if you're if you are a quarterback where every time he touched the ball you're getting hit now Wentz did run the ball a lot. Wentz did take a lot of probably unnecessary hits because he didn't like to slide a whole lot while he was there. He was just, he's a bigger guy, so he took a lot of hits. Um, but when you look at that number, and I'll pull it up before the end of the episode so I can definitely tell you guys, there has to be some some fear in your house and PTSD. Eric, do you, do, you, do you recall him getting hit a lot when he was in Philly? Hold on. The 2017 Super Bowl run year? You said they had the worst offensive line. Well, not the worst offensive line. Well, I mean, maybe I have my year mixed up, but he had he got sacked one season while he was there. He just got eaten alive. Maybe it was a 2016 season, his fr- uh, his rookie year. I'll have to pull up and see. I was gonna say because the Eagles had one of the best, if not the best, offensive lines during that Super Bowl run. They had an all around, just amazing, great team that year. Um, but I can tell you right now, uh, who do I want to pick for this? 
I, I, I will agree that Carson Wentz did perform better. Now, before we start talking about this, I want to preface this by saying I thought Matt Ryan was an upgrade over Carson Wentz. But let's talk about it. Carson Wentz 2021 stats when he was with the Colts. 3,563 passing yards, 27 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, 8 fumbles, 6.9 yards per attempt, 62.4% completion rate. And he was 9-8 and eight under center for us for those 17 games he played. Matt Ryan this year, 2022, 3,057 uh, 3, passing yards, 14 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, 15 fumbles, 6.6 yards per attempt, 67% completion rate. Four, seven, and one record under center. And that's 12 games he started. So I think we're just giving it to you guys straight. Carson Wentz had the better year. He had the more efficient year. Not by a jaw-dropping amount, but it was more efficient. However, I believe Carson Wentz played behind an above-average offensive line. Someone to even say it was elite. Matt Ryan didn't get that luxury. Matt Ryan also didn't have the MVP level Jonathan Taylor from two years ago running the show. Jonathan Taylor didn't have a great year this year. So I I, I think for that first question, yeah, Jamal, I, I, I think we can all agree Carson Wentz had the better year. Uh, you know, Matt Ryan's year this year was disastrous it, from, from start to finish almost. And he got benched multiple times. Uh, he was le- he was the league leader in interceptions at one point, fumbles, things like that. It just it wasn't a great year. wasn't all his fault, but Carson Wentz had the had the better year. Yeah, he 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 did have the better year. And sorry, I I, I wanted just to clarify for everybody. So the year I was talking about was the 2020 season, his last year with the Eagles, where he only played 12 games, and he had been sacked 50 times in those 12 games. Uh, so he just got devoured, eaten alive when he only played 12 total games for them. So the kind of segue back into what I was getting with, though, is when I think about Carson Wentz at that time, you know, he he, he gets sacked 50 times uh, in that 12-game span, and then you come to a team like the Indianapolis Colts. I can only think mentally that he's in a different place. He, you know, he, he wants to try to turn something that someone new, try to reinvent himself. And where other what better place to do it than with the Indianapolis Colts, where his prior offense coordinator is now his new head coach. We walk into that 2021 year, as you mentioned, I'm not going to go back through all the stats because you just said them. The biggest one that stands out to me out of those out of all his stats, though, Carson Wentz for his one year with the Colts was 27 touchdowns to seven interception ratio. And we all know that everyone who's anyone who talks about Wentz and will back him on any given Sunday will say. Well, we always take a look at that 27 to 7 ratio, which I do agree that ratio speaks for itself compared to the Matt Ryan, uh, what, 14 touchdown, 13 interception ratio. That's, that's just not good. But exactly what you said, Matt Ryan arguably had a much, much worse O-line and not and it wasn't too, too many. um well, I guess the sacks, if we would have kept on that pace, it would have been a lot more because Matt Ryan was sacked 38 times over those 12 games versus Carson Wentz, who was sacked 32 times over 17 games. So five extra games, a few less times. But 
the consistency for the offensive line was there when Wentz was was there. Obviously, we had a start in five that kind of ran the show versus losing those pieces to the puzzle when Matt Ryan got there. And exactly like you said, you know, we take a look at JT. We No one can deny the year he had last year versus the year he had this year. Um, but when I think about that 27 to 7 ratio, I think of Carson Wentz as a as a. He was more of a check down player than what Matt Ryan was. I think that Matt Ryan, as the season progressed, he checked down a whole lot more to the tight ends, to the running backs. Uh, but Carson Wentz typically didn't try to throw the ball that deep while he was with us. Um, he, he he liked to keep the ball pretty short on average. Um, so Carson Wentz, I, I think that he had a different style kind of than Matt Ryan did. Uh, we look at he ran the ball 57 times for 215 yards. Matt Ryan, he ran the ball for 27 times for 70 yards total during his 12 games he played for us, with the big one being 39 yards. So that's very skewed for him, which we know he is more of a pocket quarterback than than Wentz was anyway. Um, but when I just think about their style of play, we look at Wentz, who averaged 30 attempts a game, Ryan, who averaged 38 attempts again attempts a game. That's that's a significant difference. And I know, again, we can go back to JT having an all around much better year. But when I think about Matt Ryan, I think that or the Colts organization, I think that we kind of abandoned the pass game, even just I mean, the run game early on, early on. We just said, all right, it's it's Matt's a thrower. He's a passer. He gets, you know, four thousand yards per season every year. Let him do what he does best. And so I felt like there were times throughout the season where we were pressured to throw the ball more. Matt attempted to throw the ball more. There were a couple of games where he had, you know, 40, 50 plus attempts. That's just something you wouldn't see out of a Carson Wentz. So I definitely think that um, with the style of play that we had, we, we look at what they both brought to the table, the Colts. The Colts, I just, with a good heart, I can't say that I think that Ryan was an overall better quarterback. I think that if the if the roles were flipped, do I think that Wentz would have had as good of a year, that 27-7, and seven, as he did if he were with the Colts this year? No, I don't think so. But I do think that the turnover deficit would not be as bad as the Matt Ryan 14 touchdowns to 13 interceptions. Um, because we also just can't deny the fact that Matt had 18 total turnovers during his time there, 15 fumbles, five of them were, um, were lost. So 10 of them were recovered. So really, even though we didn't turn the ball over, you could still toss another 10 on there. You can make it 28 total, you know, um, losses, even though we didn't lose those 10. So I, I know yeah. that's why you can't use that. You know what I we, mean? We, we lost plays we lost downs basically because those were just you know free plays for the defense um whether we lost five yards or just didn't gain any positive yardage it it's still a fumble it sucks um yeah i i'm not gonna argue with you there um i i would say carson wentz as far as the deep ball goes i i'm still gonna say he's a better deep ball thrower than matt ryan at at this present time uh, he's he's younger. He's he he likes that hero ball type of type of play. But I'll I'll throw another question at you. Let's let's transform the question. Would Carson Wentz have been better with a second year in this offense under Frank Wright instead of trading for Matt Ryan? I think so. Um, I think he would have. 
because Car- for one, Carson Wentz played injured with this Colts team his first year. He still played injured, you know, double ankle sprains. Uh, he got hit, you know, even times he got hit. He, he was injured throughout the entire season. I think the only game he missed was because of COVID, that, that game against uh, Arizona, where I think I think they – no, didn't he play that game? I think they, they changed the rule that week, so they got a chance to play. Um, but besides that, anything that he missed was due to injury. So Colts definitely had him in a spot where he was playing through a lot of uh, pain. Uh, and I do think that with the second year of learning this offense, he would have thrived better. I, I uh, He would have been able to adjust because we, we look at it. I mean, I think historically, if we look at quarterbacks after their first year of joining a new team, after they've been with one, I can't imagine their stats less Tom Brady, you know, obviously where they tailored everything towards him um, can be that that good. We had a different quarterback each year for five years for Frank Reich, but Frank finally had a quarterback who he was familiar with and, and a Carson Wentz. So I think that they could have continued to modify this offense to a little bit more to to Wentz's likings and abilities um, and figured out a way to spring him even farther in this offense. Yeah. I let, let yeah, let's talk about that. But 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 before we talk about that, let's talk about our sponsor at DraftKings. Four NFL teams, two conference championship games, and only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner, the NFL counting down to Super Bowl 57. New customers can bet just five dollars, five dollars, and get two hundred and free bets instantly. Not a new customer, you can Feel the conference championship thrills with stepped-up same-game parlays. Take your shot at an even bigger NFL payout and boost your winnings with each leg. You add up to 100%. So we'll be looking at some of those today with the conference championships. I don't know which one you're looking at, Jamal. But you know, I, I think the Bengals and Chiefs game is a little bit more, more uh, exciting. Yeah, I do agree. I think that game will be more exciting, but I'd be a liar if I didn't say I already got my stepped up parlay for the <laughs> Eagles and 49ers game. I got a 50% one, so I didn't put a ton of legs in there, but I'm at 50% right now. Um, I may lock another one in because I think you can do one for each game, one for the early game and one for the late game. So, 50% boost is better than 0% boost. Oh, yeah. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Look, Carson Wentz. I have some good and I have some bad to talk about him. You know, let, let's start with the bad. Well, no, I want to start with the the agreeance, Jamal. I, I think another year of Carson Wentz, it, it would have been an experiment, but it would have provided QB stability. With what I I don't know I I always that that quote from Ryan Kelly always stuck to me how he's always snapping the ball off to different quarterbacks you know every other game it seems like to him so like maybe if it was just Carson Wentz in there what what would have happened I it, it could have been better a lot of those fumbles might not been snapped or a lot of those snaps might have not been fumbles things like that I don't know could have been better chemistry so. I after seeing Matt Ryan play this year, you're just like, yeah, maybe Carson Wentz might have been better. But I do know Carson Wentz doesn't come without his flaws. You know, I think his a lot of his issues are masked by great supporting cast. So, like 
whether we talk about his slow read progressions, pocket awareness, pocket poise, his 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 mentality to only he wants to be the hero, you know, things like that. I feel like all of those were hidden in years where he didn't have the ultimate offensive crew around him. So, for example, 2021, I think he had a way better cast than Matt Ryan did in 2022 with the Colts. You know, great offensive line, great run blocking, great running game. Didn't have to be that guy, you know? He didn't have to, although he wanted to be because that's Carson Wentz. He just needed to make sound decisions, limit mistakes, get the ball in the hands of your playmakers. Very simple concept. We all know how the season ended. (sighs) (laughs) The Jaguars, man, the Jaguars, that's the kryptonite. But his season stats, you know, masked his incapabilities, I feel like. We keep talking about the 27-7 to touchdown interception ratio. Yeah, he can do a decent stat line when he has a great offensive line. You know, what happens when he's pressured? What happens when... His first read isn't there. Things like that. You know, 27, I believe, or 2017, I believe, was another year. Career year for him. All behind a great offensive line. Great coaching. Some good weapons. Alshon Jeffrey was still there. Uh, Great defense. Talented team. Rodney McLeod knows all about that year. Got a Super Bowl ring from that. that. All that to say, you know, Carson Wentz does nothing to create his own success. That's what I believe. It's already laid out for him. Plug and play almost. Any quarterback could have had relative success in those systems. I feel like Matt putting Matt Ryan in in that 2020 uh, season or 2021, I'm sorry. I, I think th- change, uh, things change, you know. Doesn't take as many fumbles. Uh, doesn't take as many sacks. Has less interceptions. Things like that. that that's what I believe. No, I, I, you, you hit some super valid points there. And I hope I can remember them all because uh, I want to touch base on just a couple of them real quick. But the first one, I definitely think when, uh, like you were just talking about, where it was the plug and play, where Carson Wentz, there were times during last season where that 2020 season, or t- excuse me, 2021 season, where he put unnecessary stress on himself, like taking the ball, pushing it to his left hand, and trying to shuffle it out to someone else and getting an interception. Those those were those were those Yo. mistakes where you could have just fallen down, you know, and, and you're right. And you could have avoided all of that. Now, now, that didn't happen just once. That happened multiple times during the season. So you are 100 percent spot on when you say that. Um, so I, I definitely think that it was a perfect situation for him in, in this offense. But kind of going back to what you were just saying with with Matt Ryan, it would have been able to flourish a little better in this offense, too. Or uh, well, in the 2021 offense, I do agree he would have flourished a little better. However, one of the biggest mistakes I think that Reich made with Carson Wentz last year, and which I think this would have turned into a, a problem with Matt Ryan if he had been here last year, is the fact that I felt that Frank Reich wanted Carson Wentz to be that guy. He wanted him to be someone he wasn't, and he wanted him, to, and I'm sure it was a confidence builder back up again. You can look at Carson and tell that he he is like a deer in the headlights sometime when he's out there. You know, he just kind of gets lost. And I think that Reich, more often than not, wanted him to be the hero out there. He wanted to take it away from JT and make it Carson's game. Because some of the games the Colts lost were games where the Colts abandoned JT 
and just let Carson keep throwing and trying to force stuff down that didn't need to be forced. And all of a sudden errors are happening, whether that be an interception or just losing on four and outs, four or three and outs, three and outs, three and outs. Now we're punting the ball. Now we're in a position where we're trying to play catch up or play from behind. So I think what will scare me in that situation is had we had a JT being explosive as he was last year with a Matt Ryan being there, would they still have ventured to let him do his thing and run the ball the way he did? Or are we still going to let Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan still try to throw the ball 30 some odd times because a quarterback like him. And, and I said it all season long, a stat pattern like that. They they're going to get their stats. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're going to get those numbers. So I I'm glad, you know, we'll, we'll never know um, because JT may have not had the year he had, but, it's one of those situations where I can only I can only stop and think. Could Frank Reich have said, I know JT's having that year. I know he is, but Matt Ryan is our veteran. He's our guy we brought in here to take us to the next level. Because all the Colts did was they got rid of a 2016 GMC Yukon Denali and said, We'd rather have a 2008 Cadillac Escalate. Exact same car, made by the same company. But <laughs> It has that luxury, that luxury badge on it. It's an 08. It's older. It's more run down, but it has that luxury badge on there. So they're like, well, why not keep something that's, in theory, nicer because it's an Escalade, but it's a run down, beat up old Escalade when you had a 2016 GMC Yukon that you could have still put a little bit more time in the mechanic shop, fine tuned it up, and probably had it go a little better. I don't know. So, yeah, you talk about how Carson Wentz, how Frank Wright wanted him to be that guy. Are we sure? Are we sure that happened? Are we sure Carson Wentz didn't want to be that guy because he didn't want to be coached? He didn't want to run the right plays. He didn't want to play in that system. Are we sure? Well, you know, I think that can be I think if we go back and watch interviews with everybody, we can definitely probably pinpoint that a little more. But I do know for sure there were games last season where Frank Wright said, Carson is our guy. We want him to be, I we want him to be our top player. And that's not, don't quote me verbatim on that because that's not exact verbatim, but he said it in multiple games that Carson is that guy and he is the leader. I just feel like the identity of the Indianapolis Colts that year was always strong offensive line, strong running game. That's what's going to carry them to the playoffs. They, they had a pretty good defense, things like that. But, you know, we talked about coaching. I, you know, scouts and analysts, we're, we're always talking about the guy who has the intangibles. So let's talk about one of these intangibles. Can Carson Wentz be coached? Because you brought up Frank Wright wanted him to be that guy. I'm not so sure Carson Wentz just decided he wanted to be that guy. History and the great rot, the grapevine agree that no, he can't. We've heard reports on how Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz would clash back in that season. They weren't always on the same page. He would audible plays into what he wanted, <laughs> like not not what was best, you know, for 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 the actual, you know, whether he needed five yards on the second and five, or he just wanted to throw it down the field thirty yards to try to get that huge huge play. He wanted to be that hero. He's always wanted to do that. How about leadership? He's Did definitely he have, not. You know, yeah, he didn't have the locker yeah. room. No, he didn't have the locker room. Lack of accountability. Is he accountable? Yeah. See, like things like that. I, I don't think he's as bad as Zach Wilson. 
but <laughs> you get where I'm going here. He he doesn't like those those intangibles, those qualities we need in in a quarterback. A lot of these things might have been unsourced, but you know the, his play on the field is pretty evident when it comes to things like that. So. Well, can oh, I can I'll... I well, can I counter that though? So if you so if we if we know these things, if we've seen what Doug Peterson has said all this time, you know, not all this time, but you know, over time, and and you as the head coach is Frank Wright, you know these because Frank Wright is responsible for recruiting him out of college. He went out there to North Dakota to to watch him play multiple times. You know, they 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 had a friendship, they built a bond over religion way early on. And you and the, before the draft process even started, so Frank Wright, I say this because I mean Frank Wright has been with him for years, for what it's worth. Frank Wright knew the kind of person that you're going to be bringing in the building, and you still said, "Listen, this is the move we have to make. We're going to give up X Y Z. I'm going to convince Ballard to convince Ursay that we need to give up X Y Z because this is the move we have to make, knowing those intangibles, you know, aren't there." I, so I. I I, I don't know. It's a slippery slope. I, I don't know. Yeah, we hindsight's a little different. Yeah, for sure. But I, I do know that he might have thought they were bargain shopping there. Hey, we can bring in Carson Wentz when he's at his low and revive his career, research, like see where Jared Goff's at with the Lions. Yeah. Like he's looking like they might not need to draft a quarterback right now, like things like that. So Plus that that might have been you know his guy like he he's buddies with and stuff like that so that that's how I look at it now he took a gamble on it it didn't pan out and I I, I think he because like Carson Wentz to me like his ceilings you know it, it's like yeah and he's had an MVP year before but then his lows I I mean they're <laughs> it's low so. I think Frank Wright thought he was going to get somewhere closer to that high, that high ceiling, and he, he took a gamble. It didn't work out. Now we're talking about should should they have you know gotten a second year with him, seeing what QB stability is really about. Because Frank Wright, he's coached like five different QBs, I feel mm -hmm. like, in, in his years in Indianapolis. And now he's got a job in Carolina. He's the first head coach to be picked up. Like this is – that maybe they felt like they just they just got Frank Wright. Like they feel like they're in good shape now. Cause I thought Steve Wilkes was gonna be that guy. He was the interim head coach there. The players liked him, things like that. No, they're bringing in Frank Wright. So I don't know. This season makes me think about a lot of things, and that's why I wanted to have this conversation about Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan. Nobody's having that Carson uh that conversation. We all just want to say Carson Wentz is this bad. And I, I have talked a lot of bad about him, but oh, yeah. I'm wondering, I'm wondering if that second year would have helped us out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and I'll be the first person to tell you, man, dude, I, I talk, I talk so much bad about Wentz. It's not even funny. You yeah. know, I, I'm not gonna sit here and sugarcoat any of that. The same way I talked bad about Matt Ryan this year as well. I, I, I do think, you know, what you what you spoke about earlier though, when we think about the differences between those two guys, Matt came in as this is i want to make this this is a new new chapter for me i'm making this my team he was aggressive he, every report we heard about matt ryan from the day he stepped foot off that plane was get in their ass you know you do it my way or no way versus a carson wentz who we know 
didn't have any control over them. I feel like he could have tried, but the respect wasn't there. People respect Matt Ryan because of what his past was. Now, I also have to ask myself, does that did that backfire to some extent? You know what I mean? Is it something where a Matt Ryan comes in here? And, and again, I'm not speculating that he did this, but I'm just having fun, you know, playing devil's advocate with this. Maybe Matt comes in really aggressive. Maybe when he's telling players, get your ass on the line, you know, fuck this, fuck that, whatever the case is. Is that too aggressive where they're like, whoa, who you may have gone Super Bowl, but you got beat 20. You know, you're up 28, three. You got beat dog. Like, don't talk to me sideways. You know what I mean? Like, I can only think that there has I'll let to this be- nose tackle by me. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, is there is there could there be a situation where maybe their aggressiveness can backfire? I don't know. I never heard that it was a problem, but I'm just curious because you have way too complete sp- split personalities with that because. Matt Ryan on TV, I feel like is a completely Matt Ryan than you get in the locker room. Matt Ryan knows how he he knows how to speak in public. You know, he knows what to say and what not to say. But I could see him in the locker room being completely different, completely different. So I would be interested to see. All speculation, man. All speculation. Oh, yeah. It's all fun. Yeah, it's all fun and games, but hey, but you know what's not fun. Or sorry, are you gonna say anything else about them? No, first? no, go ahead. Okay, as I say, you know what's not fun in games is Saw a report today that JT just had ankle surgery. So uh, he had surgery today, or he's he's either A, has surgery today, or B, is about to have surgery. But I suppose, hoping he'll be back up to 100%. Um, so fingers crossed this will get him right. But it's it's kind of weird to me that he waited this late to have surgery. I mean, he's been out. He's been on IR for a minute. You know, um, they I know they didn't plan on bringing him back. I don't know. Maybe they just wanted to see what the healing process would be I, before I, they – he was probably trying to explore all his options. I think, mm, I think true. I saw that he wanted, you know, he thought this was the best option for him. So, okay, that's fair. He, yeah, he probably was just exploring, but yeah, yeah I, I hope a, you know, a full recovery for him, man. Oh, yeah. We really need him back out there. Uh, yeah, he's one of our best weapons. Uh, pending to CJ Stroud or whoever gets back there, hopefully in April. Yeah. I mean, they're going to need all the help they can get. So, for sure i i want my colts to do well um carson wentz matt ryan i i think because i i haven't really picked you know what would carson wentz have had a better what would carson wentz been better with the second year instead yeah. of matt ryan oh i don't want to answer that question because i i have like i have points for both sides but i think right now after seeing matt ryan's year it's just I'm always going to favor that what if, that what if scenario. What if Carson Wentz did have a second year under Frank Wright? For sure. But, you know, could, could have they, they done better than four wins? Like stuff like that. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's easy to say, yeah, because they went nine and eight. But. For sure. And, and I, and I personally have to think that, you know, even if the table were turned and it was a one and one deal, I still think that Wentz would have been better at evading some of the pressure that came this year with the O-line being as bad as it was. But does that, I mean, the, the mistakes can happen again. I've seen him multiple times throw the ball left-handed, you know, just because he was trying to figure out a way to do something with it. So I don't know. I mean, I think age is caught up to Carson Wentz as well, too. I feel like he's not as athletic as he used to be. Yeah. But then again, like, not a, not as, as athletic as he used to be. And then, like, the stature might die. Yeah, You're right. It's, it's hard to be worse than that. So, yeah, yeah. It, who knows? Man? 
Alright everybody, that's going to be it for us everyone. Thank you for listening to the Colts cast. We'll be back next time to give you some more about this close content.